It is literally time to bet it all, Trista. I miscounted. 14 win totals in 15 minutes. That's what we got coming up, college football. We're taking a 15-minute break from the NBA draft. Then the rest of the show is pretty much NBA draft. But I'm going to give out every single win total. You know why? Because limits have been raised. Some of these numbers are already gone. But luckily, you could always shop around. Can that's I give what you, we recommend. Can what I you give got? you a slight shout-out? You should. So here's the thing about Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan bets win totals for college football in June. Right now, this is when he does them. The numbers will move. You will miss the value, and you will say to yourself when Ryan is crowing about it in September, October, November, December, uh, you will say, how did he get that number? And this is your opportunity to also get that number. Last year, we went 12-3 and on win totals. One team that cost us some money, the Miami Hurricanes. I remember. I took them as well. So where do we start tonight? The Miami Hurricanes, over seven and a half wins, which right now over at BetMGM, plus money, plus 125. We're going to do it again. It's year two for Mario. Literally the entire team quit on him last year. Tyler Van Dyke got injured, what, week three? They bring back nine starters, though, on the offensive side of the ball. He was a projected first-round pick. He's going to need a bounce-back year. Defensively, they bring back ten starters. They fired all of their coordinators. They have two new coordinators because they're pumping out money in that program. And they're going to allow Mario to get it right there. Hometown kid, he goes back. You look at their schedule, they get Miami, Ohio. They get Bethune-Cookman. They get Temple. They get Georgia Tech, who's in a rebuild year. They get Virginia, North Carolina State. Louisville, who I actually do like this year in Boston College. They need to win eight games. They have 18 returning starters. They have a potential first-round pick at quarterback. I do like Miami to bounce back year two. Under Mario Cristobal, it's plus 125 over seven and a half wins. Uh, another one I really like, I'm going to go under on Arizona this season. The win total is five and a half. It's plus money, plus 145. I like the Pac-12 a lot this season. I think your Ducks are going to be really good with Bo Nix. I think Washington's going to actually win the Pac-12. I think USC's probably going to be what they were last year. They're going to score a bunch of points. They'll give up some points, but they're going to be a double-digit win team because they have Caleb Williams at quarterback. We have Arizona bringing back eight starters from an offense that averaged 30 points per game, 462 yards. But the problem is they can't stop anybody. Last year, they brought back eight starters. They still gave up over 460 yards per game and 36 points per game. And then this year, they're only bringing back four starters. They haven't finished in the top half of the Pac-12 in rushing defense since 2010. And their schedule is brutal this year. The games that they are favored are all Only bringing games. back four starters on defense or total? On defense. Mm-hmm. They do bring back eight on offense. And they were pretty good offensively last year. They scored 30 points per game, 462 yards. But they gave up 36, and they gave up 468 yards. And pretty much nobody's back. And the games that they are favored are pretty much all on the road. And they also get road games against Mississippi State. That's week two. They lost last year 39-17. They play Washington and USC back-to-back weeks in the middle of the season. Then right after that, they go on the road. They play Washington State. They get their bye week. They come back with Oregon State, UCLA, Colorado, Utah, and Arizona State. I don't think they get past five. So at five and a half, I really like the under, and it's plus 145. So it's a really good price. I'm going under on Arizona. One of my favorite bets of the college football season, not me being a homer, um, staying away from Notre Dame. Over 8.5 for Wisconsin seems like a steal at minus 135. You love Luke Fickle. I love Luke Fickle. Wisconsin has a bunch of talent. They just really underperformed last season. So they they fire Paul Chris. They bring back Braylon Allen, who's the best running back in the nation against a loaded box, over 900 rushing yards. And now you have an actual quarterback because you move on from Graham Mertz. And they bring in Tanner Mordecai in the transfer portal. Last season, they were outside the top 100 in passing offense. What do we call him? Mordecai. 
And he him, dude, he completed 65% of his passes last season, 33 touchdowns. So now how do you defend Wisconsin? Because you can't stack the box to stop the run. They actually have some decent speed at the wide receiver position for the first time in a long time. I like both of their tight ends. They always have a really good offensive line. And their toughest road games this season, Washington State, Illinois, and Minnesota on the road. So those are the toughest road games. Washington State, Illinois, Minnesota, they're going to be favored in all three of those games. They get Ohio State at home. They're probably going to lose that game, but they get them the week after Ohio State plays Penn State. So I really like that on the schedule. Madison's a tough place to play. That's probably their only loss. I think they go 10-1 and this season. Their biggest game in the West Division is against Iowa. They get that game at home, which is a huge advantage. You have the better coach, and you have the home field advantage. I think they go 11-1, and so 8.5 wow. at minus 135. I really like they're going to have an actual offense, and Luke Fickle's so damn good. Uh, Maryland Wait, over so six and a half. Question for you then. Yeah. Would you also put a small bet on them to uh, win the Big Ten? I wouldn't. You would not. I wouldn't because still take a team like Michigan or Michigan, Penn State. Mm-hmm. We'll see what Penn State looks like this year. I think they're going to be really good defensively. All they really replace is Sean Clifford, who I didn't like anyway. And I think Ohio State's still going to be really good. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, you got Marvin Harrison Jr., who's probably the best wide receiver, definitely the best wide receiver in the nation. Ryan Day feeling some pressure after losing to Michigan two straight years. Right. I think, I mean, but the thing is, like, you would have a decent hedge, obviously, because then you would just take Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten title game. So I don't hate it. I just don't really, I don't think that they do it this year. I think they're probably a year away. But they definitely win the West. Uh, because, like I said, they get Iowa at home. That's huge because Iowa's obviously a tough place to play. Uh, I like Maryland over 6.5. That's actually 7.5 right now at BetMGM. It's, it's plus, plus 550. Wisconsin? Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate that price. I don't hate it. Then you plus can just 550. Ha- then you could hedge. Yeah, you could hedge against them in the Big Ten title yep. game if they get there, which I think that they do. Okay. Uh, Maryland over 6.5 is what I bet. It's 7.5 at BetMGM. I probably wouldn't do that. They bring back Baby Tua, who just set the school record last year for passing yards and attempts. He played all 13 games, but they only bring back five other starters on the offensive side of the ball, six back on defense, including their three leading tacklers. But I just like the schedule for them to get to seven. I don't know if they could get to eight, though. They have Towson, they have Charlotte, they have Virginia, which are all winnable games, obviously. They get Michigan State, they get Indiana. So I do like them to get to seven. I don't know if I'd play them at eight, even at plus money. Uh, Pitt we've talked enough about. I like them over six and a half wins, mainly because it's a three-win adjustment from last season. They upgraded the quarterback position. Texas State over four and a half wins, plus 130. They have probably my favorite young coach in the nation in G.J. Kinney. He takes over as head coach. He was at Incarnate Word last year. They averaged 52 points per game and 581 yards, and they have seven starters back on the offensive side of the ball, a real play caller right now. And I think they're going to be fun. So five wins at plus 130 seems very doable. I'm probably going to be the only person that likes this. I'm going to go under on Kansas. They were one of our favorite stories, favorite teams last year. And to the year before that with the Bean Kid. But we're looking at like win totals, two and a half, one and a half. Now we upgrade them all the way to six and a half. Wow. And it's plus 145 for the under. They bring back 10 starters on offense, including Jalen Daniels and Beans back as well to back him up. Seven starters back on defense. But that doesn't really do it for me because I hate the defense. Like last year, they gave up 35 points per game. They gave up over 400 yards. And also they had a lot of luck last year. And they also had three upset wins to start 5-0. and And then down the stretch, they went 1-7 and just to make their first bowl game since 2009. They have absolutely no pass rush. And they have to play a non-conference, like Illinois, BYU. And then they get Texas, Central Florida, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Texas Tech, Kansas State, 
and then Cincinnati to close out the year, I don't know that they get to seven. So I like Kansas under six and a half plus 145 just because that's a brutal schedule right there. Uh, Buffalo under seven wins plus 115. They won seven games last season. They only bring back 10 starters. Cole Snyder's back. I think that's why they're getting some love. They also bring back all their running backs. They only averaged 377 yards per game, though, on the offensive side of the ball, and they gave up almost 400, and they bring back five starters only on the defensive side of the ball. Also a brutal schedule. They open up against Wisconsin on the road. They play Kent State and Toledo back-to-back weeks, both on the road, and then they go home, but they get Ohio after that. So I think at worst we push with seven wins. So Buffalo under seven, plus 115. Uh, One of my favorite bets was Memphis over seven and a half. Now it's eight and a half over at BetMGM. It's plus 115. Also, they bring back a bunch of dudes on the offensive side of the ball, including Seth Hennigan. He completed 61% of his passes last season. It should have been a lot better than that. Uh, They had a bunch of drops. The wide receivers did. They bring back six starters on offense. They improved last year on defense, and they bring back six starters defensively as well. They've actually won 50 home games if you go back to 2014. The only other two teams to do that, Ohio State and Clemson. So they have a real home field advantage. They won seven games last year, so we only need one more win. And they have a much easier schedule. Three of their five road opponents are coming off three win seasons, and I don't think they're going to rebuild in one year. And they have six games, actually, this season where they're going to face a first-year head coach. So I actually really like Memphis this year to at least get to eight. I don't know about nine, but if you're getting a good price, I don't hate it. Also, they don't have to play UTSA. I think it's also worth a flyer for them to win the uh, AAC. Uh, Really quick, San Jose State, over five and a half wins is minus 130. They won seven games last season. They bring back nine starters on offense, 14 starters overall. The reason this total is so low is the schedule. It's pretty tough. They get USC, they get Oregon State, and they get Toledo. But I think they're going to be favored in the majority of their conference home games. They should beat teams like Cal Poly, New Mexico. Hawaii is going to be terrible this year, UNLV. So I think we could get to six. Minus 130 is a good price. My favorite bet of the college football season, uh, Florida Atlantic. Over seven wins. It's minus 115. It's seven and a half right now at BetMGM. I think they get to eight. Tom Herman takes over as head coach. I didn't even, I didn't hate Tom uh, Herman at Texas. I thought he did a pretty decent job. Obviously, they didn't win a national title or get to the college football playoff and big expectations every year at Texas, obviously. But they have 18 returning starters from a team that last year was just a couple plays away from being bowl eligible. They won five games, eight starters back on offense, and also Casey Thompson's the quarterback. He was at Nebraska last year, three years with Tom Herman at Texas, so he knows the offense. Ten starters back on D, and they have probably the easiest schedule in the AAC. So you have Tom Herman as head coach, and they play all the bottom teams from the conference. They don't have to play SMU. They avoid Memphis, and they get both UTSA and Tulane at home. I think they're going to be in the AAC title game, so I think that's probably my favorite bet of the college football season. Florida Atlantic, over seven wins, minus 115. I also really like UTEP over five wins. That's minus 120. I think they could probably win eight to nine games. They have uh, Gavin Hardison back at quarterback. They have their top receiver back. They have their top running back back. They're really good defensively. They bring back seven starters on defense. They have the best offensive line in Conference USA. They probably have the second best defensive line in Conference USA. They went five and seven last season, and they had a bunch of terrible luck. They were a much better team than their record. Like, they were plus 50 in yards per game in conference play. They outgained all their opponents, but they had bad turnover luck and just lost some games down the stretch. And their schedule is really favorable. They play only, somehow, I don't know how this is possible, one Conference USA opponent only on the road. They get Western Kentucky at home. So I think that's worth a sprinkle to win the conference. 
And then a couple other ones I gave out already. Florida State over 9.5, 17 starters back from the only team to lead their conference in total offense and defense. I, uh, I'm higher on Clemson because Florida State does have a tough schedule. They get LSU, Clemson, Pitt, Wake Forest, and Florida all the way from home. A couple of those are neutral yeah. games, but still that's tough. And I like Clemson over 9.5 wins. It's minus 145, 15 returning starters. Cade Klubnick, their first five-star quarterback since Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Ten wins? I think they get to ten. Yeah. And their two toughest home games of the season, or I should say their two toughest games of the season are both at home. They get Notre Dame and they get Florida State both at home, and right now they're favored in both games. So I love Clemson over nine and a half wins. All right, got through them all. So Arizona under five and a half, Wisconsin over eight and a half, Miami over seven and a half. That's the one I'm least confident in just because they screwed me last year. Maryland over six and a half. Pitt over six and a half, Texas State over four and a half, Kansas under six and a half, Buffalo under Texas seven. State over Texas State over four and a half. Four and a half. Memphis over seven and a half. Flyer maybe at over eight and a half. San Jose State over five and a half. Florida Atlantic, this is my star bet. Over seven and a little sprinkle to win the AAC. Bet of the year, bet, bet of the year. UTEP over bet, five. Bet of the year. Florida State over nine and a half. Clemson over nine and a half. And we'll have some Heisman bets for you tomorrow. I added two more of those. Clemson over nine and a half, and Utah UTEP over. Yeah, I think Clemson's going to the college football playoff. The I, only thing I that scares me is 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 the wide receiver room. A What's the bit. number for UTEP? For UTEP, four and a half. Four and a half. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. UTEP is five, five. minus one twenty. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. putting down, put them in, putting them down. I'm gonna get you a Gavin Hardison jersey for this season. Then I'll wear it. Florida Atlantic is my squad, though. We're going to be all about Tom Herman this year. They're, they're, um, oh, and then one more thing I want to throw out was Washington plus 450 to win the Pac-12. Oh, I like that, actually. I like that. And we're going to talk tomorrow night a lot about Michael Penix because I bet him today 14-1 to 1 to be the Heisman my, Michael as Michael well. Penix Jr.? Number two overall passer in the nation last season. He comes back. Name? All he's got to do is stay healthy, which he didn't do those three years in Indiana. You got the Kalen DeBoer offense. I think they're going to push the ball down the field. He's got to stop throwing picks, Michael Penix. Well, I think where he wins the Heisman this year is last year he didn't really want to use his legs because I don't think he wanted to get hurt because that's all that he was able to do at Indiana was use his legs, and he always got injured because he yeah. doesn't know how to slide. I think if we get the rushing yards this year, we get the passing yards, and they're live to win the Pac-12, which I think that they are, then I think he could be the Heisman. And I really like Washington. The problem is the Pac-12 is absolutely loaded. Stacked. I mean, you got the Ducks. You got USC. You got Utah. My guy KM Rising's back. Stacked. It's going to be a fun year. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get back to the NBA draft. Jesus, the Orioles are up 7-1 to right now on the Rays. Bet MGM Tonight continues. Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick.